You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Well, does it ever add up? No, folks, it never will around here. <laughs> and that, folks, is how we'll start Geekiest Show Ever, episode 268. And you know what? The girls left us alone again, so it's their fault for whatever happens. It's not Mike's and my fault, right, Mike? Yeah, right. We're left alone. Hilarity ensues, or at least we hope. Yeah. It it or it could sue us. Who knows? Depends on what we say. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how good lawyer they got. That's true. That's true. So yeah, uh Elisa's out doing her concert thing. Uh tonight's show started with Earth, Wind and Fire, I believe. Yeah. She and see- now she's and now she's, uh, she's uh, you know, don't stop believing because she's on a journey right now. Oh, that's right. Uh, oh. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she just uh, messaged us before the show that uh, she had pictures of a journey up there. So, yeah. Go on and on and on. Right. right. Sure. Yeah. Now, now I have uh, a, oh, now I got that video stuck in my head. Oh, crap, people. I'm liable to break <laughs> into the song. So this is, else? that's Elisa's uh, fault. If I start singing, it is Elisa's fault. Well, then we got a uh, wheel in the sky on fire, even. That's right. And then last night we had uh, the Eagles, and they, you know, Elisa went to the Hotel California. I don't think she's ever checking out again. Ooh. Well, yeah, I think if I could get into the Hotel California, I don't know. I'd have to see. I don't know if I could live in that California lifestyle, but that's, that's a whole different thing from where I live out here. Yes, it is. And speaking of living... We have to get to the world-famous, much-renowned Mark Greentree's favorite part of the show. And I can hear him cussing and calling me names as I speak. Weather report. And I'll have to say, today was pleasant. It was uh, mid-70s, although I didn't go outside, because that's still a little too warm for me. Um, But quite a change from the... Heat we had earlier and earlier this week and last weekend where we were in the nineties, and we were having about every day we'd get a some some th- some sort of thunderstorm, and then there was some weird low pressure system that developed off the east coast, and they gave us they were saying there's going to be a lot of rain, and I know closer into D.C. because I think most people know I live outside of D.C. parts of Maryland got five over five inches of rain in the course of uh, Friday afternoon. Uh, so they had streets turning to rivers. On Friday night, I think it was raining in every direction, left, right, up, and down. Um, we had uh, about three inches of rain, or just shy of three inches of rain Friday night in the course of, I don't know, maybe two and a half, three and a half hours something like that. I mean, it really poured. Matter of fact, Saturday when I went out to do my chores, it was still raining. Thank goody. Um, my errands, I should say, not my chores. And at one point, I was taking a road across the railroad. I was taking a street that crossed over the one of the local railroad tracks. And coming down on each side of the tracks, it was like a river. I mean, it was just <laughs> gushing. Because these tracks go uh, west out through the county I live in, and they eventually go on up into the mountains. So I don't know at what point it was draining, but I mean, it was gushing down through there. So it was, it was quite a rainy event for us on Friday night. And matter of fact, it was funny. I was sitting in my recliner upstairs watching TV and it got to raining and beating against the house so hard. I had to turn the TV up so I could hear it because it was hitting the window that hard. (laughs) Did clean the bird shit off the front of the house though. That was a plus. 
Well, yeah, we've had a few rains like that. And uh, I never want to wish rain away in South Dakota. But last week, um, where the, the school's putting in air conditioning, so they have to punch holes through the roof to run um, pipes and uh, con- uh, conduit and that kind of stuff. So they had made these holes and they tried to seal them up and the roofing company hadn't been been there to do the final seal job. So the air conditioner guys tried to put some stuff on there. Well, it was, they didn't do, the, they did the best job they could, but still they had some water leak in. And um, in the one room, so that was last Saturday, uh, or a week ago last Saturday, uh, I got a call from one of the ladies that uh, went into Mozar lawn. She went into the school and she said that one room has got a lot of water on it. Well, it was a room where you're going to rip the carpet out of. So I went in there, sucked up the water and let it dry so that the carpet people could put new carpet in there. But then uh, for, they weren't going to come until Tuesday to fix the holes in the roof. So I'm kind of hoping please don't rain because we really don't need to suck water off of a brand new carpet. Yeah, so right. that. That was fine. But then they showed up to put the boots on these openings and we had 18 holes and they only had 12 boots. So they said, which one didn't leak the worst? Holy <laughs> so I, shit. Yeah, I know. And so I, I picked what I thought was the one. So I must have got it wrong. Well, and then the, the air conditioner's guy, a guy said too, walking around the roof could have caused thing to change or whatever. But so this one room that I didn't think leaked, uh, the other custodian went in there. There was a bunch of water on the floor. This is tile. So he just went in and sucked it up. And right. I don't think it'll be any harm, any foul. But I'm really kind of getting tired of rain coming into the buildings because about a month, a month and a half ago, we had the uh, elementary library, a boot around the uh, drain failed, so we had all the water coming in. We had uh, a roof. They were putting a new roof over another part of the building, of the high school. They didn't get sealed up. We had water coming in there. Now this, I'm just kind of tired. The rain needs to stay on the outside of the building. You know, that's an idea here. Um, it's a weird idea. Let's try this. It usually works better that way, I've been it, told. It does, but uh, and I've mumbled about it before. I believe whoever thought flat roofs in South Dakota, uh, South Dakota was a good idea ought to just be drug out and shot. But uh, my weather report for this week: uh, it's about seventy-four degrees now. It looks like the rest of the week, uh, maybe a couple days up into the eighties, and then about seven uh, mid seventies somewhere in there. So it doesn't look like it's going to be too bad a week um, tomorrow. Uh, I'm continuing my stripping odyssey. Uh, that's oh dear, wax. folks. Yeah, that's wax people, not not uh, not clothing. Um, so we're, but that's about a lot of time with a four inch wide long handled razor blade knife scraping wax off the floor. So I did about mm, roughly five six hours of it on Thursday, about four hours of it on Friday. I have another probably ten hours to go to get the job done. But uh, so yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. It'd be nice if it was a little cooler because I don't like sweat dripping off me when I'm doing that. But I'm a big boy. I grew up in a farm. I can take it. But it would be nice not to be drenched in sweat all the time. Yeah. It's actually the weather here is going to be almost tolerable but not great. Um, we're going to be in the low 80s until the end of next week when we drop down into the 70s right now. But they're also saying it's going to be a lot drier. The humidity is supposed to fade away. We've had a lot of humidity, not more than we're used to. It's just been really intense for the last week or so, and hence the reason we've had thunderstorms. So I'm looking forward to the relief, especially since tomorrow I'm taking a day trip with my family and heading up to Antietam Battlefield. And for those not familiar with that uh, part of our history, that's part of the American Civil War, I live in amongst 
where the Civil War was fought. So, that, I mean, we can't turn around around here without finding a battlefield. Um, but my kids are into history much like I am, so uh, we're going to go up there. Because that was the, that's known as the single bloodiest day in American history. You know, it, it features Blood Lane where the bodies were piled three, two, three, and I think in some cases four deep. Uh, at the end of the battle, you were standing on your comrades to defend the position, and it was pretty gruesome. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting. I haven't been up there for, I don't know, probably 10. No, it's been uh, it's probably been 20 years since I've been up there. Um, I used to go up there fairly regularly, but I haven't been up there for quite a while. So it'll be a fun history lesson and a nice day trip because it's not that far from where I live. So it should be fun. So I'm hoping for a breezy day with less humidity because walking around the battlefield can get rather warm at times. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, because up here we've had – and it's been a few years since we've been to it, but uh, we have um, – uh, about the first week in June, they call it Fort Siston Days. Uh, Fort Siston was one of the first frontier forts in South Dakota here. So they have uh, historic reenactments. They have uh, a powwow going on. They have uh, soldiers of the time there, horses, that kind of stuff. I think they shoot off a cannon or two. They don't do, like, battlefield reenactments. But, I mean, they, uh, you know, have period uh representative uh pieces and clothing and you know the, and armaments that kind of stuff there so that's kind of interesting it's been a few years since we've been up to see that but uh yeah if you there it's kind of sh- uh sheltered by trees so uh there's been days it's gotten pretty warm up there so uh or days it's rain too so you just kind of hope that the weather is cooperative when you go to visit those places yeah, I went to see uh, the 125th anniversary of the Civil War, which would have been in the late 80s, the mid to late 80s. Um, went to see several reenactments. And being near one of those cannons when they go off and feeling the concussion from it <laughs> is pretty wicked. But there were several reenactments at uh, battlefields in uh, Virginia, uh, Manassas. Um, trying to think where the other ones were that... Went to Manassas. Uh, I think we might have gone to the Antietam one. Um, we didn't make it to the Gettysburg 125th or the 150th because I knew that would be mobbed. Um, so, but I went to about three or four. So it's pretty interesting to watch. Uh, these guys are really dedicated to it, and they have also the camp things, you know, the sutlers and all that, so you can walk around amongst the camp and they sleep in period tents, mm. you know, and. They poop in period places, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I did see some porta potties, but I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had my fill of doing that kind of stuff when I was in Boy Scouts. So I'm not much of a camper anymore. But anyway, go, oh, bye bye. Oh, no, no. Oh, I was okay. just going to say, not much of a camper either. I yeah. camp at the Super 8. Yeah, me too. You know, mm-hmm. I spent my time sleeping on the ground and, and using a hole in the ground for a, a toilet when I was in Boy Scouts. That, me of all the desire to want to sleep in a tent ever again. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, it pretty much, and the couple times I went camping in a mobile trailer, you know, a camper camper, that kind of cured me of wanting to do that too because that was a real pain in the ass to set up and take down and hook up. Oh. And I was like, yeah, no, Kevin's done with that. <laughs> Don't like that. Maybe one of these automatic ones that you pull in, it just sets itself up. I'd be okay with <laughs> leveling it and doing all that other horse shit to get a camper set up. Not fun. Not well, the fun only other the only other time I've done that was um, 
we uh, our FFA officers, uh, we took went out to the Black Hills for an officer planning uh, session, and one of the guys had a uh, Southwind or uh, yeah Southwind um, RV mobile uh, Winnebago type thing. Um, you know, motorhome. Motorhome. There you go. And so that one was pretty good. The only time that got a little bit hairy is anybody who's ever been out to the Black Hills, they have this thing called Needles High, uh, Needle Highway, Needles Highway, that they cut through the hills. And so they cut these tunnels. And so we're driving through some of those tunnels and we had to pull the mirrors in on the camper to get it through the tunnels. Um, yeah. And and there wasn't a lot. I mean, we're talking like literally inches. We're just kind of going through there. And it's like, yeah, you got clearance over here. What about over there? Yeah, okay. Uh, that was a little bit hairy. I think we got to one spot and had to turn around. We just didn't have the uh, the clearance to get through there. We didn't yeah. have the clearance clearance. That's what I was going and, for. Yep. Roger, yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see who can guess what movie we're referencing there. There's a... Uh, Free a free attaboy in it for you if you can figure that one out, folks, and let yeah. us know. I don't know. It might go over some of their heads. Ah, it might. Mm. It might completely clear their heads. Sure. <laughs> What's the clearance, Clarence? There you go. Yep. Um, so anyway, uh, we do have a couple topics for this week. The girls left us alone, and we managed to pull a couple topics out of the sky. Out of the sky, we'll call it that. Out of the ethos. So... Uh, and the one for me is, I'm running Mac OS Sierra. Yeah! <laughs> Way to rock it, dude. I built, I beat that son of a bitch in the submission and got it running. Yeah. It only took you, what, a month and a half? Two and a half. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't count at all. Uh, well, it was, you know, I, I'd try it and I'd get pissed off and quit. And then I'd try again. I'd get pissed off and quit and, and so on. Well, well, if I recall this correctly, first you were just going to start with an over-the-top upgrade, right? Just an in-place upgrade, and you tried that what uh, a couple weeks, uh, several weeks, and you yes. just got what to a certain point, and it just crapped out, and you had to re. It uh, would. It would image. just. It would say can't. Uh, can't install. Can't upgrade null. Can't install null. Um, can't boot from null, and I'm going. What, what do you mean null? my Macintosh hard drive. I didn't even change the freaking name. You know, Macintosh space HD. I'm too lazy to change the name of that drive because it makes it easy for me to remember. But, you know, besides that. So, yeah, I tried that. Um, and I think, as I mentioned last week, I tried a nuke and pave three times. Nope. Didn't so what work. what was the magic sauce this time? Just persistence? Well... The problem is I'm not 100% sure of what fixed it. Let ah. me explain. So driving back and forth to work because I, I spend a little over two hours each day in my commute. Yes, folks, it's a joy. Uh, and I've only been doing it for 28 years. Um, so yeah, add up that number of hours I spent on the road. Uh, but any, and it's very dis, disheartening. Anyway, uh, I had the idea. I said, wait a minute. If it's saying something's wrong with my internal hard drive, let me take one of my external backup drives and try to upgrade it to OS Sierra and set it as the default boot device. You know, you go up to Mac preferences and change the boot device that way or go in through the uh, just straight into preferences, whichever way you want to do it. Um, I thought, okay, I'll do that. I thought, well, before I do that, I want to create my three bootable backups again, just like I've been doing. So I 
I ran Super Duper, did a full disk clone to three different drives. And I said, well, I got to reboot to try it, you know, to, to try booting from each of those drives. So I start to reboot for the one, and it does, it goes through the process, and then it comes up and says, updating. And I went, but I didn't tell it to do any updates. And it, it was just kind of odd. It, it looked like it was doing some sort of update related to Sierra, but not saying that. And I'm not sure what it was really doing, but I went ahead and I booted. I booted from all three drives. All three worked fine. I could boot from all three drives. I said, okay, so I'm good. So my theory was I would upgrade one of the hard drives, the external drives. Then I would super duper that back onto my, onto my internal hard drive. Seemed like that should work. Didn't seem like it should be a problem. So I started it on the uh, one two terabytes, a Western Digital two terabyte drive that I have hooked up. Started the upgrade. It started running, 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 and running, running, and still running. It took, um, I don't know, total time was probably about 45 to 50 minutes. So this would have been an in-place upgrade because this was a fresh disk clone. And I booted booted from that external drive, and lo and behold, I'm running OS Sierra. I went, okay, but what about that other little thing that, like, it installed some little utility or something? I still haven't figured out exactly what, and that's what it kept talking about trying to install a utility when I tried to do it on my internal drive. So I'm not 100% certain. So then I told it to do the updates to Sierra to get it up to date before I dropped it back on my internal drive. Well, that took forever. That took another 45 or 50 minutes to get done. Finally got all that done. I said, okay, now let's clone that back over. Well, with the way Super Duper works, it compares files. Well, it started comparing files. Oh, this file matches, this file matches, this file matches. And it got it was just zipping through it. I'm going, wow, this is going really fast. <laughs> and then it got down to the to the uh to the part where it was trying to update the actual OS. It's oh, doesn't match. And it just starts cranking through that, slowly going through that. <laughs> Finally, it got done. Okay. I'm going to change the bo default boot device back to the internal hard drive. I did it, crossed everything I could, legs, fingers, toes, eyes. I mean, I crossed everything I could. And lo and behold, it booted up, and boom, I'm in Mac OS Sierra. Now, I haven't thrown away my two... Uh, captain clones that i had sitting out there i'm not i'm not willing to say that they're over and done with because just as we were starting the recording i had a weird thing happen normally a little peek behind the curtains i start skype and then i start audio hijack is which is what captures the audio that for the recording so i started skype like i normally do i call mike i open up uh, audio hijack and it says, oh, you've already got Skype running. And then it wouldn't pick up Mike's voice. I'm going, what the, you know. Well, just because I called Skype a stupid bitch once in a while, there's no need for her to be snotty about it. Yeah, so then I had to <laughs> shut everything back down, close Skype. And Skype takes forever to close. I don't know why it takes so long to close. It sits here in beach balls all the time. And it has for almost a year or more on me. Every time I try to close Skype, it beach balls. It's like. I don't know what the frick's going on, but that's what it does. I, I'm used to it anyway, let me put it that way. So it beach balled, it got done, I shut 
audio hijacked down. I got everything shut down. We were all good to go. And then I restarted. I call Michael back. And lo and behold, you hear his melodic tones thanks to that. <laughs> so Wow. Uh, so what you're saying is you don't know if uh, the captain is crunched yet. Basically. I'm not sure if he's been completely crunched yet. I, I did some basic tests. Everything seemed to work good. Um, I see I've got another update that it wants to do. So I was like, Jesus Christ. So, but, you know, that's beside the point. I am running OS Sierra now, just in time for High Sierra to come out. <laughs> and uh, I, I might do High Sierra a little sooner than I did Sierra. Um, and we'll see how that goes. But I'll normally wait till that'll be 10 point, what, 13, I guess it is. Or something like that. I can't remember whatever the hell it's going to be. Um, uh, I'll I'll do that. Wait till it gets to a point one release. I think okay. to be safe, because I'm not I'm not a real fan. Yeah, it should be ten point. Uh, what am uh, I thirteen. Yeah, ten point thirteen. So I'm not a real fan of jumping in right away with that. So I think I'll just kind of meander <laughs> into that. Maybe it'll it'll probably hit. September, Octoberish. I'll meander in in January, maybe. And you see, I'm a complete friggin' idiot because I'll come home. Oh, there's a Mac update. Let's install this. And I haven't had a problem yet. I don't know if I'm lucky or what the deal is. Um, and you know, you were talking about trying to get uh, Sierra on your computer. I had before. I, you know, I've kind of abandoned my MacBook Pro back here because. For a number of reasons, the keyboard and everything else. I'm just using my Mac Mini here now. But I was going to try and put a um, different hard drive in there. And I, I think it was an HG – it was a Hitachi drive of some sort of – one of the Hitachi had, uh, company they'd bought. So I put it in there and tried to format it. And it would spin and spin and spin and it wouldn't do anything. And it just – it wouldn't format. And so what I ended up having to do was I took it out. My son brought a uh, – USB to um, um, SATA driver adapter. I plugged it into my Linux computer, formatted it with HSFS plus, and then put it back in the computer and went, oh, I like this. I'm going, what? Why couldn't you format that stupid drive? I had to put it in a Linux computer to get it to format. And I think I read somewhere something about Apparently, Mac OS didn't like that particular drive for some reason. I don't remember exactly what it was now. So, um, it doesn't make yeah, any sense. It doesn't. And like I say, I put it in there and I, I would, because I think I was going to try and install Windows on. I forget what I was going to try and do, but you know, you had to go through the, um, oh, what's the, um, what do you have to go through when you install Windows on your Mac? Uh, it's been so long. Uh, uh, Boot camp. Boot camp. Boot camp, yeah. And so, like I said, I was going through that, and it just wouldn't, and I finally just said, screw it. Um, and like I said, so I've got this uh, drive formatted. I haven't bothered to put it back in because I just don't know what to do with my poor MacBook back there. Uh, and I should put a new battery in it because it's bulged so bad that the touchpad is starting to come out. But I don't have it on right now. But, yeah, it's something I should do something with it. But uh, like I said, that just uh, drove me crazy. And then you were you know, talking about just updating computers in general. Um, and I, I'll hear people telling me that the problem was that it's Windows, but my wife's computer <laughs> was having problems. And this is a six-year-old 
or maybe even older Windows computer, and it's got an AMD dual core in it. Uh, I forget what it is. It's not for what she does. It's a good enough computer, but she plays these online games. It's not Farm Bill, but it's those types of Facebook games. And so it was getting to the point where it was crashing, and I'd hear her swearing in she swears about as good as I do some days. So I'm hearing her cursing her computer. And so finally, my son, he took it back. We took it up to him last week and he went through it and kind of tried to clean it up, make it work. And it still was doing the same thing. So it came out this time. We took the uh, solid state drive out of my uh, uh, my very first laptop I had, which was that um, uh, Dell, uh, Dell Mini, the uh, little... Uh, uh, the little atom processor, those uh, netbooks that they had when they came out. I had put it in there thinking I was going to use it, but I just don't use it. So I said, just take it out. It's a 256-gig hard drive, which is more than what she needs or uses. So I said, just put that in there. He did a clean install of Windows because part of the other problem was it had – the original one had the Dell Goop on it. And so since he's an IT person, he's got a uh, Windows USB uh, stick to just plugged in there. So it's a pure install of Windows without all the goop on top of it. So he did that on a solid state. And uh, today's been, uh, at least as far as the computer go, a, a swearing-free day. So we're <laughs> going to take that as a success and just uh, literally, well, we should have been podcasting at the time, but you were having difficulties. Or he called up and I said, no, it's it's been fine. I mean, uh, it's uh, I, yeah, there hasn't been any problems yet. So, uh, you know, I say computers can be finicky for different reasons. Sometimes it's the operating system. And, you know, with Windows, too, even, and I've got a problem with my, HP, the one that I play over my games on, the big screen one over there, it's something to do with the USB ports over there. It'll be like they um, unlink and then link back up again. And in the process of doing that, I'm running my games off an external um, uh, hard drive because I put an SSD in the computer to speed it up, but I have a lot of Steam games, so I'm running them off of an external drive. So that may be part of my problem, but there's just something about it'll... Um, anyway, so when the USB disconnects, reconnects, uh, it'll cause the game to freeze up and sometimes the computer to freeze up and then I have to start over again. And I just haven't quite figured that one out. I've tried running, uh, you know, driver updates and that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know, it's frustrating me. Yeah, it will frustrate you. I know, uh, the one, my wife's new Dell that I got her for Christmas, um, the anti-malware software that came installed on it suddenly started saying you got blah, blah, blah. it started to said, oh and you're going to need to pay a subscription your trial versions up it's like oh screw you <laughs> so i uninstalled it and got because i'd never heard of it before and bit fence or bite fence or something like that i don't know what it was so i got uh went and got uh malware bites one that i know about anyway mm-hmm. so what a pain in the ass so but anyway, that took care of that. You know, you're talking about Windows. I, I thought of you, I guess it was this morning I was watching something on YouTube, uh, and this guy was doing a review. Huh? It wasn't the Titanic adventure, was it? No, no. You know, if you run that backwards, the ship saves everybody. Anyway, <laughs> that's terrible. I know. Ba-dum-bum. Sure. Anyway, uh, this guy was doing a review. You know my little Linux tablet, or not Linux, little Android tablet that I've talked about a few times? Uh, yeah over there laying on the table behind me. Um, the company called New Vision, N-U-V-I-S-I-O-N, I think is how it's spelled. Uh, Microsoft, on their store, is selling a New Vision 8-inch tablet 
with Windows 10 installed, Signature Edition, which means it doesn't have all the crap, for $80, and the guy was doing a review of it. He said, the cameras suck, but, you know, for a basic little computing device, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's got 2 gigs of RAM and 32 gigs of internal storage. I'm, you know, if I had an extra 80 bucks laying around just to blow and I need another tablet laying around <laughs> that I'm not using all the time, uh, yeah, you and I both have that problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're ahead of me, but um, oh, you yeah. and I both have that problem. Uh, I'd snatch it. But I was thinking of you when I saw. It, I thought eighty bucks mm-hmm. for a, you know, a nice clean little tablet, you know. And he what? was giving it uh, the guys. Uh, I think it's Lon TV or Lon TV on YouTube. Lon Sybin is his name. He's an interesting guy to watch. His I watch his reviews occasionally. Um, but it's the, uh, but you know, it, he got it as a signature edition, which uh, a little while back I know Microsoft when Windows eight was popular they were selling some hps in that price range the 79 to 89 dollar signature mm-hmm. editions which meant you just didn't get all that crap with it i almost bought one of those but then i didn't but i'm real tempted by this it's a nice looking little tablet well, i've got um i bought that hp which isn't a signature edition but um it's a seven inch, and I'm curious as to what it has for a processor. But I've got that one. I take it to school once in a while because I do have my Surface, but sometimes I just want a small one because this is only a seven inch tablet. And it's not the fastest thing in the world, but if I want to uh, use it basically at school, I use OneNote a lot to keep track of notes and lists and inventories and that kind of thing. And then to check emails and, um, um, maybe a spreadsheet once in a while, simple spreadsheet. Yeah, you're not going to be doing a lot of calculating, you know, in Excel on that thing. But if you're just updating some stuff, um, and I have that one, and I say it's, it's a small enough size um, that um, and if something was to happen to it, I made it. I paid under a hundred bucks. I wanted to say seventy nine eighty. I think is, or maybe it was ninety. I think they were having a closeout at Office Max when they were closing up or something like that. Um, but, you know, so if something happens to it, I wouldn't be horribly disappointed. Um, and I, while we were talking, I, or while I'm babbling away here, I brought it up here. I think I found the one. Uh, New Vision, yeah, uh, TM800W61 or 610L's signature edition yeah. tablet, 80, 80 bucks. Yeah, straight um, from Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, 1.4 gigahertz Atom. I'd have to compare it to see what my uh, HP has. But uh, two gigs of memory and a 32 gig SSD. Um, does this one doesn't say? Because mine, I could put a uh, SD card. Yeah, you can. In. It'll support. It I forget what it supports up to, but it'll support um, a micro SD card. It also has a mini HDMI out, so you could actually hook it to an external oh. monitor, and you know, for you'd end up probably paying more for a keyboard and a monitor <laughs> than you for the little tablet itself but you'd still have a cheap windows 10 computer for somebody right and like i said i'd have to see because this one's because that uh, hp of mine is a couple years old now i guess uh so this one may have a better processor in it and it's a little bit bigger like i said i do like the seven inch form factor because it's not quite pocketable but it's uh good enough that uh it's small enough that i can kind of carry it around if i want and it's not my surface tablet which you know i paid a lot more money for i didn't wouldn't want that one to uh you know get messed up or whatever but uh 
you know, this does look interesting. Not that I need another one, but uh, <laughs> resistance yeah. is futile. To take yeah, it so for do it for the show, do it for our yeah. listeners, Mike. Yeah, well, I'll dip into that big slush fund that we have and get one. But yeah, uh, our advertising, yeah. our advertising revenues, we can dip in there, and we'll order one for all four of us. Yeah. And well, it's, uh, it's thinner than a pencil. They're ripping off Apple because of which one, which iPad was it that was thinner than a – That started with the Air and then the Air 2. Yeah. Right. Oh. It's thinner than a pencil, but it does look interesting. Oh, And speaking of Apple again, Apple did something that kind of put a little hole in my heart and, and Mike <laughs> listed in the show notes. And I like the way Mike put it, <laughs> taken out behind the barn. I mean, for anybody that knows, that's the old way of getting rid of things. You take it out behind the barn. Why don't you tell us what you're talking about, Michael? Yeah, well, I saw that they are finally and I, we figured it was coming, uh, but they're getting rid of the nanos and shuffles. Uh, and so the only iPod you're going to have left is the touch. And I understand why? Because everyone has smartphones now that they carry around with them. And I don't know how much longer they may keep the touch around. It may serve purposes since it's basically an iPhone without the phone, not quite up to specs with, you know, the current iPhones, but it's not too bad. There may be other uses for it besides just mute. I'll quit licking your phone, Kevin. This is disturbing me. Um, so it could have uses beyond, you know, being a music and a video player. I could possibly see it in maybe some um, educational uh, settings, like maybe in a, a school setting where you want to give the kids something to do things on. Maybe in a store setting where you need something to, you know, inventory, keep track of inventory. Or something. There may be a limited, you know case outside of music and but the nanos and the shuffles yeah they're kind of and my son just bought a shuffle uh about a month ago when he was down in sioux falls shuffling off yeah i <laughs> i was real sad to see it and i was telling my uh, wife about it she has a shuffle and that's the only ipod she has right now and she loves it she mm -hmm. loves her shuffle uh i've got one mine's a little bit older than what the current one is because it's a little bit bigger and has the, uh, uh, it's here in the drawer, it has the clip on it, like the current shuffles do, but it's also, the current ones aren't much bigger than the little ring where you control the shuffle. Mm. Um, mine actually has a little bit of extra space on the side of it, unlike the, uh, the, the well, they're not even current models now, the ones they just discontinued. <laughs> so, but I love my shuffle. I picked it up oh, yeah. really cheap. Well, and, uh, I can't remember. Did I say? Well, he bought a Nano. Uh, yeah, not a Shuffle. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a little bigger. I think I've had one of those once, and I think I sold it because I just I, – I moved on to something else. And, okay, and like I say, he bought his uh, – bought that Nano to replace his Arcos player. Uh, uh, that's an old one. I, that's probably – at this point, maybe close to – I don't think it's 10 years old, but it's not too far off from that, I don't think. Um and so he wants something to in his car because he's got an iPhone, but it's a problem that plagues a lot of us. He's only got a 16 gig uh, iPhone. It's kind of hard to put much music on there. And he likes when he's driving his uh, car, he likes to have something plug in and play music uh, when he's taking a trip or whatever. And so the uh, Nano for uh, Nano for him was just about right. It's small. It's 16 gigs. He can put a fair amount of music on there and then just plug it into the uh, – 
auxiliary jack in his uh, car and just play music that way. And no, Siri, I'm not uh, Echo, I'm not talking to you. So there's my Nano that I don't use that I bought a while back. I'm still using two generations prior to this. I'm using the one uh, one I use all the time, the one that has the video camera built into it. Mm. I don't know if you remember that. I think that's, I forget which generation was which now. Um, I still have that. Um, and I also still have, and I have this one I bought and I haven't used yet. Uh, this is a 16 gig and I bought this one. I like this one because it'll like the other one. It'll play video. The one mm-hmm. that was in between these two, that was like the, not much bigger than a shuffle. Those didn't play video before the, before the yeah. Apple watch came out. They were about the size of my Apple watch. Um, a lot of people like those, they made them into watches, but I wasn't real thrilled with those because they wouldn't play video. Um, this one will. And again, that's not a very big screen to watch a video on, but, you know, I picked this up in the, I think in the refurb store a while back, um, really cheap. But I I am really sorry to see them go. I mean, I have a few iPods. I think I have, I still have my 60 or 30 gig classic. I have uh, all the iPods that Dorothy Yamamoto sent me which includes a 60 gig classic, an original iPod mini, and a couple of the uh, slightly older generation nanos that I have. Um, so I have, let's see, there's four, five, two touches. That's, uh, that's seven, eight, nine. I have 10 iPods. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not, but I'm, and the sad thing is, I'm actually thinking about picking up a shuffle if I can find one in a color that I want really cheap, uh, you know, somewheres, I noticed there were a lot of articles online about where you could buy, still get shuffles and, and stuff like that for people that wanted them. So I may end up buying another shuffle yet. Well, do they have any in the refurb store? No, I didn't see any shuffles in the refurb store. I don't ever remember seeing shuffles in the refurb store. They always had nanos. They've always had nanos in the refurb store, or not always, but they usually do, and uh, always have touches in the refurb store. Uh, but I think a lot of places like Best Buy and places like that still have stock, so they'll sell that till it goes out. So I may have to slip in there and pick one up. I don't know. Yeah, that's where my son got his nano was at uh, Best Buy. Yeah, there. I, I mean, I bought mine. The original intention with mine was, but I didn't have a pair of good headphones was I would catch up on my some podcasts and stuff like that uh, while I was out mowing the yard, you know. But the headphone, the wire on the headphones is the only time I've ever had that problem gotten away. When I'd be out, I'd get hung up on a tree when I'd duck under a tree or a bush and when I'm mowing and stuff like that. So it was a bit of And I don't tend to wear my glasses when I mow. So then I couldn't see to operate the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a problem. I could see well enough to mow, but the little writing on the thing, I couldn't see worth a shit. So right. um, I did it several times, but I needed a good pair of, uh, and I didn't have a good pair at that time of sport earbuds that were waterproof that went in my ear to block out the mower noise. Because um, the type I normally wear that are on ear, I'd still hear the mower and it would drown out the uh, uh, the podcast that I was listening to. So. I mean, it worked for a while, but it wasn't the greatest solution. So we'll see. I don't know. I just, just like Tim chatting, I might have to 
break down and buy another one just so I can say I have one. Well, yeah, and I mean, I don't. They're know. cheap. I mean, I've, well, yeah, and I've got my uh, uh, iPod sixty four gig that, for the most part, I mean, it works well enough. We use it in the car. At, when I'm at work, I'll listen to uh, music on my phone. But in the car, I've got um, some YouTube music on there. I've got uh, Pandora on there, and I've got some uh, songs through iTunes on there. Um, so I've got that. But there's something, and I'm looking at the refurb store here, which I shouldn't be doing, um, because I see they've got 128 gig sixth generation here for 250 bucks, which is kind of tempting. <laughs> uh, Kevin, your horns are showing. Um, uh. Yeah, I'm but, not I mean, going to make the comment I just thought of. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, so does my sanity. But anyway, um, um, and I don't know. I did kind of like the um, the shuffle because I had one once, and I could clip it on my shirt collar here while I'm working, and I could roll up the uh, cord for the earbuds uh, or the uh, ear um headphones i was had or earbuds yeah whatever and um it was good but i did have that problem where you did have this thing hanging down and uh it was a little distracting sometimes and that was before i had uh, bone conducting headphones so i always had to pull something out of my ear to hear people talk so um but i don't know there's part of me that i kind of would like to get one but i don't know i, I don't need it but uh, it would be kind of nice yeah you do <laughs> Uh, my credit card begs to differ, but well, but I mean, just so you can say you have one. I mean, you don't want to. Well, you know, and I'm sitting here looking. There's one iPod Nano that I regretted never buying, and that was what they called the Fat Nano, the one that kind of looked like a squished iPod Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were really cool, and I see one here on Amazon. Somebody selling a Reverb. Uh, for forty dollars, and that's really tempting, but I'm going to stay away from it. My credit card needs a break too. Um, yeah. But anyway, so and the funny thing is, I think if I buy an iPod Shuffle, another one, I think I'm probably going to buy a pink one just so it'll stand out. <laughs> I mean, that way, if I drop it someplace, that hot pink you can find. Oh yeah, it stands out pretty well, and. Yeah. Uh, I've never uh, cared, you know, about color that much. So uh, I might do a hot pink because sometimes when I go to give blood and they say, what color bandage you want put on? I said, put a pink one on because real men wear pink. Yeah. Well, it's funny. The other day I was wearing a pink shirt, dress shirt at work with a pink paisley tie. And I got lots of compliments on it because I hadn't worn the shirt for a while. So I guess people forgot I had it. Um, But yeah, it doesn't bother me. Excuse me. The only reason I don't have like a pink iPhone I, which I would have got, and and people, you know, this is always a thing. I don't like the fact that uh, they have a white face. I don't like mm-hmm. a white face on my phones or my tablet devices or anything. That's the reason I continue to buy space gray, or in the case of my uh, uh, phone, I bought the matte black. I didn't want the shiny black because I didn't want to look at the micro abrasions on it. That would have bu- bugged the hell out of me. But... I, I, you know, I talk, I see people all the time, it's like they buy the rose gold or the gold, uh, you know, I pick your choice, phone or iPad or whatever it is. And the only reason I won't buy is because they've got a white face on them. If they would do rose gold with a black face, bingo, you got me. I don't care. I think mm-hmm. it would, because the rose gold stuff I've seen looks really nice. I like it. So, but 
I I just will not have a white face on the phone or the uh, or the iPads, and I know that's ridiculous. But when it's off, I like it to look like it's a one you know one solid piece of glass. Not I don't want to see that border around it. It just bugs the hell out of me for some reason. Mm. But mm. you know I'm weird that way, as some people, as Elisa and Melissa would probably say. You're weird. I hadn't noticed. Yeah, I'm weird and I'm wired. Oh. You know, I'm a weird, wired guy, but I'm bump. Sure. Okay. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> so, Mike, you, so let's see, your marching orders are you need to get an iPod Shuffle, you need to get an iPod Touch. What else? Oh, you need to buy that tablet. So you've got three purchases to make, Mike. Yeah, sure. Uh, how much are kidneys going for nowadays? Uh, depends on if I take them out or if you have a qualified physician <laughs> remove them. Uh, yeah, I don't think a qualified physician would want to touch it. But uh, I have a melon baller that's sharp on one side that I can use to remove it with. Or I could just take a – well, no, you want it intact. I was say you could just take a troll car and stick it in there and suck it out. And yeah, Anyone who d- doesn't know what a troll car is, just go Google it. Yeah. So uh, – and since we're talking about all the stuff Mike must buy, why don't we talk about – what we are going to buy for our picks this week. Good segue, right? Yeah, sure. That works for me. <laughs> so, Michael, what yeah. did you choose for us? Well, yeah, and um, since this is fantasy money, um, I decided, because you guys are always talking about your blast of the Apple Watches over there, so I decided to go with uh, LG um, Sport uh, Sport Watch here, Watch I guess they call it LG Watch Sport. Uh, watch like Watch? Uh, no, just Watch Sport. Sport uh, Watch Watch Sport Watch. Sure. Yeah, Watch the Watch, do the sport. Anyway, so uh, it's an Android phone or Android um, uh, watch. <laughs> Android Wear. Android phone. Sure, there you go. And this one is uh, 349 uh, I think you said, was it 300 or 350 300 to 450 was. Okay, so I'm, I'm uh, right in there. Uh, so, yeah, and this works with Android, and it does, you know, a lot of the things that uh, the, um, a lot of the smart watches do, not just the uh, Apple Watch. So you can do, it'll need fitness, and it'll do, uh, keep track of your workout. It'll uh, give you messages. You can answer the phone on it. And the thing I guess I like best about it is, you can do um, the Google uh, Assistant from there, from the watch. Oh, okay. uh, because, yeah, because I get along a lot better. That's one of the reasons why I did switch over to Android, besides the price, was Siri and I just don't get along. Um, I've tr- tried to talk to it, and uh, it just doesn't understand me. And I don't have that kind of problem with uh, with Google. I can say things and I can dictate stuff into it, and it doesn't doesn't usually murder it unless I'm kind of mumbling a little bit. Um, but otherwise, it works good. And just to be able to have it on my hand and and just be able to push a button and talk into it and say, you know, remind me to do this, add this to my list or whatever. Because right now when I'm at work, I can push the button on my uh, headset and talk into it. But I do kind of like the visual confirmation so I can see what it's, you know, if I'm putting a reminder in there, it doesn't massacre it too much. So I would like that. And just be able to look at my watch. And I do like, because I still have my Pebble and I've got my uh, – Garmin fitness tracker over here, so I have one on either hand. Um, 
but I do like the notification part because especially when I'm at work, I'm doing something noisy. I may not hear my phone. Um, and it probably should make a sound through my headset, but not always. But that way, if it vibrates, I can look down at my hand. And like while I've been standing or while we've been uh, podcasting here, I've had a few messages come in on emails and that sort of stuff. Nothing pressing that I need to answer right now. But it's just nice to be able to look down and see what came in without having to pull out your phone. And like, say, if I'm at work, and they send me a text message because uh, toilet's overflowing or a uh, shipment came in that I got to deal with or something. Uh, I can just look down and see what the message is. And if it's uh, nothing I have to deal with right now, I'll keep doing what I'm doing and get back to it. But it's just handy for me for the way I work um, you know, at school to just have uh, something on my wrist I can just check once in a while and make sure everything's okay. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny though. I hear – I don't know if you listen to uh, – uh, was it? Oh God! It just went out of my head. Um, material, the material podcast that has Andy Anatko, uh, Russell Ivanovich, and used to have uh, Yasmin Evian. Now has uh, Florence Ion as a third host, and they talk about Android and, and uh, Google. And you know, even though I'm not in that camp for the most part, Andy's just entertaining. I don't care what. <laughs> and when Yasmin was on there and, and Russell too, Russell writes uh, Downcast. He's the publisher of Downcast. Um, so they're really, it's really a great show to listen to. But they were teasing Yasmin uh, before uh, she left the show because she went to work for Google. Congratulations, Yasmin, if you happen to hear this show. Uh, she got a nice job with Google um, about wearing a tablet on her wrist for her Android Wear watch because it was so big. Mm. And then recently they were talking to her. She got a new one. I forget which one she got. And she said it's much smaller, much nicer, much more ladylike, you know, because she actually gets mm -hmm. compliments on it now. So, But that's the one big thing I've always heard people talk about. And I know Megan Marone on Twit talked about that when she and Jason Howe switched. And she had one of the, I forget which Android watch she had. She said it was, like, huge on her wrist compared to her Apple Watch that she had. And, I mean, as I said, mine's a 38. Mine's not the 42-millimeter Apple Watch. I don't think mm -hmm. I'd want it any bigger. If mm -hmm. I get another one at some point, I'm going to get 38-millimeter again. I don't want a, that big a watch. I don't want, you know, a tablet on my arm <laughs> type of thing, so... Well, and I don't have any problem with that because even when I back when we were, I was just getting regular watches, the cheap digital ones. I would try to get a big one because I wanted something so I could just glance down at my uh, wrist and see what time it was. And uh, there was a time in my previous job when I looked uh, worked at the potato chip plant that I would have to time batches, so I would get a. a digital watch that had a timer on it so i can sit there tie, uh, start the timer while i'm working so then while i'm packaging chips i could just look down at my wrist real quick see how much uh where the timer is at so if i knew i had to go over and check on something or take care of something so i just had and i usually wore it right uh, i decided to be normal again so i have it on the top of my wrist but i used to wear it on the bottom of my wrist so while i'm working i could just flip my hand up like roll my uh hand uh towards me so I could look at the watch on the bottom of my wrist and it was just easier to do that way. And besides too, when uh, LCD watches first came out, I had one that when I was working outside in my previous job, before my previous job as a farmer, I would be out on the swath or cutting hay and there was no shade on that thing. So I would sit there with the uh, face of the watch facing up into the sun and it would kind of bleach it out 
or fade the crystals out. And so that's, I think, when I started wearing it on the bottom like that to protect it from the sun. And then, like I say, when into the next job, and it was just easier to roll my wrist, look at it. And it's just now I decided, yeah, I'm just going to be normal. Um, I've been weird enough for long enough. So, um, yeah, I, I normal don't, that's not a word no, we use with relationship to any host no. on this show. No, no, I, I, you know, it's more like I should just call myself Abby normal, but, um, we'll just call you Abby from now on. There you go. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, (laughs) um, but, uh, no, I just, I try to do normal once in a while just to confuse people. Yeah. So, no, that's a cool pick. I like that. I, I mean, always, you know, who doesn't like extra tech to have around? So that's always good. Um, for my pick. It's going to seem kind of odd, but I chose a uh, a uh, TCL 55-inch 4K Ultra HD television. And the reason I'm choosing a television is because I'm thinking of doing a shuffle here. And let's see if this surprises Mike. Huh. If I would get this, I would put this, replace the 50-inch upstairs, bring the 50-inch down here, downstairs here into the family room, and take the 40-inch and mount it on the wall right up in front of me and and hook up an Apple TV to it so I could airplay and have four monitors hooked up to my iMac. Who'd ever thought you'd done something like that, Kevin? Yeah, that really. It completely surprises me. I thought it would. <laughs> if I'd have a 27, a 24, a 22, and a 40-inch screen in front of me. You know, size doesn't matter, really. It doesn't, no. It does when your eyes are as bad as mine. That way I can see shit uh, with my glasses on. <laughs> you ever thought that your eyes are bad because you're tanning in monitors there or something? Well, that's one way to get a tan because I don't like to well, go outside yeah. this time of year. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true, too. Um, know, give me a good blowing snowstorm and I can go out and enjoy the weather outside. So uh, Yeah, then you just get windburned. That's not the same thing. But it does put a glow on your skin. Yeah, it's called windburn. But anyway... Yeah. Uh, so. And I see this one, uh, and I don't know if it – well, it does have Roku built into it. I know you do have Rokus around there. Um, you can Roku me. Uh, there you go. And I just don't know you know, if it's if you buy it and it happens to be built in, that's fine. But I don't know that I would specifically go out and buy a TV with any of the that smart stuff built into it. Not anymore. Um, I wouldn't either. No, just give me a you know a dumb TV because then if the boxes change, uh, it's not that big a deal. But if you're um, because I have I should go through my closet and clean it out here because I got my Google TV that I should just throw away because that thing is you know out of date. But if that was baked into a TV and then you know Google has this uh, tendency to kill stuff. Yeah. So if it's built into your TV and they discontinue it, then you have this thing in your TV which becomes uh, obsolete. Uh, then and you should be able to bypass it, but still you end up with this thing in there that you know really isn't worth it. So um, yeah, I would I would get a I would rather have the the smart part on the outside of the TV. I mean, both of my TVs are smart TVs, which is handy at times, but I really don't use that much of the in the TV. I'd much rather you know either have an Apple TV or a Roku hooked up to it. Or maybe an NVIDIA Shield or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, or even I have a or a Fire Stick because we know the Amazon Fire. Elisa loves those. Um, mm-hmm. I have a Chromecast that I don't use anymore, and I'm not really sure where the hell it is. 
Um, but the Chromecast weirded me out, but that's a different problem. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't buy a smart TV and the, these weren't Bart Bart. These weren't bought because they were smart, smart TVs. Mm. They were just bought because the price, the size and the picture quality. And they happen to have smarts built yep. into them. I love Vizio TVs. Those are my current favorites. But to get a 55-inch 4K Ultra HD, this is a pretty good price. And TCL's been getting good ratings here lately. So, Right. And that, um, and you know, you were talking about the, the boxes. I've got two Roku's. I've got my NVIDIA Shield. I've got um, a Fire TV and a uh, the older stick and I've got a Chromecast and I've just been playing around with all of them just because I kind of want to know. Um, um, yeah, I just want to, you know, kind of know what they're doing. I haven't gotten an Apple TV yet just because I don't live in the Apple, Apple ecosphere. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I haven't gotten that one. And what other one haven't I gotten? Uh, there's, can't be too many that I haven't gotten. Um, you don't have, I, you have a fire. Yeah. Fire? I got a fire T uh, fire, box fire tv and i've got down here the older fire stick so i've got the yeah the fire tv the uh nvidia shield and you know for me for the most well that and the roku most bang for your buck because it'll do amazon and google um and a bunch of those and the nice thing about that shield is with this tv that would actually be good because the shield will do 4k video um and I think it'll do 4K HD, I believe. I think they upgraded it to that. So that one would, as far as, you know, uh, unless you went to a, I think do the new Roku's do 4K. Yeah, you can get a Roku that has 4K, 4K out of it. Yeah. And there's, there's rumors in the recent update to the Apple TV, they're pointing towards uh, 4K and maybe a new 4K right. Apple TV coming. Right. And my uh, shield will also do 4k gaming, uh, if, you know, the games support it. Um, so, you know, that wouldn't be bad. And I don't know, I haven't gotten the bug to get a 4k anything yet. Cause I even buy, uh, if I have the choice and it's cheaper, I'll buy things in SD because I just don't pay a lot of attention. I'm not a, a, a video, uh, file or whatever. Um, I just put something in front of my eyeballs, because uh, I even watched, sat down, uh, I bought the uh, all the Spider-Man movies because they had them on sale on um, Voodoo. And so I sat down and watched the first one last night. And I'm watching it, but, you know, there's times I'm kind of like looking at my tablet because I don't know, I must have ADHD when it comes to, you know, watching stuff. I just can't sit there and concentrate on it like other people. My I start to wander and look at stuff. But uh, so quality it ha isn't that big a deal for me, but um, – it would be kind of interesting to have a nice big one. And I don't know if you can see over my shoulder back there, the TV, uh, that's uh, Chromecast running back there. Um, if for nothing else, it makes a nice little screensaver. So. Yeah, I've, I've been watching that. You, what you need to do is put a – didn't you have an aquarium up on it at one time? Uh, there's probably one out there. I should probably do that. Yeah, I could probably find one. You, you have different things you can use as backgrounds on there. So. Um, I put the aquarium on the big screen upstairs once while the cats are totally fascinated. <laughs> uh, our cat may attack the TV. I have no idea. And I had gotten a uh, uh, Harmony remote to set up down here so I can control things. And I don't know. That Harmony drives me up a wall. Once you get it to work, it's fine. But trying to get it to work with my TV just drives me a little little nuts once in a while. Trying to get it. It's just to, to get the, getting the input sorted out 
so that it'll turn it to the right HDMI port um, when you tell it to switch from. Because right now I've got three things. I've got the uh, uh, Fire TV, I got the Chromecast, and then I hooked my uh, Nintendo Switch up to that. Um, and I put a different chair down here so I can just turn it around and face the other direction. I won't do it now because it just torques Molly off, but uh, that's the dog, <laughs> people. Um, so I just turn around and I play my Switch back there I, on a bigger screen. I don't have to go upstairs to the living room. Uh, so if I'm cursing swearing because I'm getting my butt kicked in Zelda, my wife doesn't have to, to listen to it. But uh, So that's what I've got back there. Like I said, I'm trying to get the Harmony set up, but uh, I will hopefully persevere or something. But Well, you'll have to fill us in on that. Well, folks, sure. I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Like I said, the ladies left us alone. So, uh, you know, whatever we said that torqued you off or got you frothing at the mouth or totally confused, just blame it on Elisa and Melissa. It's all their fault for leaving us alone. Well, especially Melissa. She's been almost AOL here. So, yeah, we, we have plausible deniability when the women aren't here. So, OK, you know what? OK, here's the, the, the show title. AOL, Absent Without Ladies. There we go. We have a show title, folks. There we go. So uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. So, Mike, why don't you tell uh, the listeners, if they want to hear more from you, where they might be able to find you? Uh, well, if you want to hear more from me, you should really seek psychiatric treatment. But anyway, if you do so desire to hear more of uh, my ramblings... Um, you can uh, check me out on Sci-Fi Tech Talk at SciFiTechTalk.com, where we pick some piece of science fiction and uh, examine it and uh, talk about it. Uh, and but if you want to, uh, the the well, I can't say the printed stuff because this is all digital anymore. But if you want to see what I have to say, I can be found on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my About.me page at About.me/slash Mike McPeak. That's M C P E E K. Yes, wonderful folks. Go over and have a look and have a listen and see what crimes Mike might have committed. If you want to see more from me, you can always go over to twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A or go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder and you can see links to other things I may have done or atrocities I may have committed in the past. If you want to find out more about the show, go to geekiestshowever.com. And again, reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. And thank you to everybody that's done that. We really do appreciate it. Well, folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show as much as just Mike and I have enjoyed bringing it to you this week. And please remember, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Five, four, three, two, one. And we are go. Go. Wait. Go where? The commercial guy. We're recording a commercial for the MyMac.com podcast. Ah, so we're recording the podcast now. Well, well no, n- not now. At the moment, we're recording this commercial. So when do we go? Go where? I don't know. You started this whole go thing. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. We have no idea what we'll say next. <laughs>